Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Embodying Your Higher Self, Tools for Living Consciously. My name is Shell, and I'm really excited to have our very special guest here. She'll be joining us in just a moment. So just sit back, and we'll be with you in a couple of minutes. Um, and uh, thank you so much for joining us. Okay, folks, so my guest is having technical difficulties. I do apologize. Um, so I wanted to go ahead with the show. Those of you who are listening, don't want to keep you waiting any longer. Um, so today will be a very impromptu show, unless she finds a way to get back on. Um, I would love to share with you what I feel are some interesting observations that I've been uh, noticing in the energetics right now in the world. I'm sure a lot of you are um, also noticing them in terms of the chaotic energies that have been entering uh, into your field of consciousness into your life with mishaps. Uh, for example, I have a friend, a dear friend, and out of the blue, she was riding with her partner on a motorbike and the back tire blew. They had an accident. Today, another friend was skateboarding, had an accident and hurt her arm. So I'd love to hear from any of you who would love to jump in and share if you've been having these types of mishaps in your life uh, and what what is that telling us like when we have these challenges that arise what do you notice um, sometimes there's a telltale sign just before we have an experience uh, going back <clears throat> going back to the friend who had the motorbike accident her and her partner were um, both saying a prayer of protection, which I find very interesting that they both instinctively were saying a prayer of protection just prior to the accident occurring. And, um, but they still had the accident. So, say, so some of you might be wondering, well, the prayer of protection didn't help, but... Um, I believe it actually did. It probably saved their lives because if they hadn't been praying, who knows what could have happened to them? You know, who knows whether they could have lost their lives? So let me uh, let you ponder that for a moment while I get back to our guest and see if I can help her with the technical difficulties. And please put your comments. Yeah, I'd love to hear what you think about the energetics that are going on right now. Okay, so I will just let her to get that sorted out. So anyway, um, so yeah, so what I do with people, oftentimes that have calamities one after another, I, I often see clients uh, that have had a run of bad luck or, you know, just their whole lives. And recently I saw a young man and this was the case. He said it, it felt like a dark cloud had been following him his whole life, and he didn't understand why. And so when I investigated further, because I am an intuitive and psychic 
And when I connected with my guides and spirit, it turned out that he had not one, not two, but three ancestral curses. So you might be asking, what? It, first of all, what is an ancestral curse? You know, like, what is that? How does that happen? So let's start with that. So an ancestral curse is when somebody in your ancestral lineage, whether it's in your father's patrilineal line or your mother's patril, um, matrilineal line, some ancestor generations back has um, basically they have made a deal with an entity or even a demon uh, because they really, really want something badly. They really want something badly. So here's my guess. I'm going to see if I can invite her in as a speaker. Here we go. Um, I've sent her an invite. And so some possibilities of what could happen, you know, when somebody makes a deal with an entity, you know, entity or uh, demonic spirit is they make a deal for love, for money, for power, and for revenge. So uh, these kinds of deals are not great deals to make. And of course, you know, they get what they want when they make that kind of deal. They get, you know, the entity or demon says, okay, I'll grant you that. But in return, your future descendants, your future line, ancestral line, will be paying the price for the deal that you've made. And this is quite problematic. Um, because then the, the people in, in, the, in that ancestral lineage um, end up having all kinds of bad luck and all kinds of difficulty. And here we go. She's made it. Wonderful. And so I'll just finish my thought on that. And so they come to me and they're like, my life is a wreck. I don't know what to do. I, I, you know, I, I feel like everything I do is blocked. And so what I do as a shamanic healer is I have this capacity to discover what the curse is, what's the reason for the curse, love, money, power, or revenge. And then energetically, and of course, with the help of source and my guides, we're able to clear that curse, which is pretty amazing and then the person can have, go back to having an amazing life again. So um, these are just some of the things that can happen in a spiritual healing. Um, and now my guest is here. I'd love to introduce her. Her name is Giovanna Rose. And welcome, Giovanna. I'm so glad you were able to, to get in. Technology and me are not friends usually. So uh, yeah. <laughs> me too, me too. Old people, you know. <laughs> no, no, no worries. I was regaling our uh, listeners with um, explanation of what ancestral curses were. I thought they may, might find that interesting. So I'm just going to introduce you now. Um, Giovanna Rose has been studying natural healing for over 20 years and is writing her second book on natural remedies and her first book was about understanding energy and frequencies in all forms. She's also a well-rounded artist, author, and speaker who loves to share information. 
Um, and of course, you can find her at her website, Giovanna, GiovannaRose.com. And her Instagram is at Real Spiritualist and so forth. We have her YouTube here. That's, that'll all be in the description of the show. So if you want to get in touch with her, be sure to check out the, the description once the show has been published. So, wow. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, just before the show began, there was a loud hammering going on next door and dogs barking. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? The portal opened up today. The Lionsgate portal opened up today and it closes on the 8th. So maybe. Maybe oh, oh <laughs> I thought it actually opened on August 8th. It actually opened today. Yeah, it closes on the 8th. Oh. Like day, I guess, because it's 8 8, but yeah. It is a very, very powerful day. Well, I'm, we're really glad to have Gio, Giovanna is an amazing uh, healer. She practices cranial sacral therapy, and um, you do loads of things. You have a lot of background as a trainer as well, yes? And tell us a little bit more about how you ended up on this path um, um, being a, a sort of energy healer, alternative therapist. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, in a simple word, trauma. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I've always been very, very, very sensitive to energy. Um, you know, like I was, I was a little girl hiding under the dining room table when the fireworks would go off on 4th of July. I still have to hold my ears when fire trucks go by, you know. And I, and I would always pick up on energy. I remember, I remember when I was little, I'd be in the car and I would watch people go across the sidewalk. And I would be like, I felt like I, I could like read their thoughts or like I could just sense what they were thinking by the way they were walking. I don't know. And it wasn't obviously anything I processed as a child. I was just like, you know, whatever. I was just always paying attention to stuff. So I thought that, that, that was it. And then I, was at, I, I got older and started like researching energy and... Um, I've just had all kinds of career paths, always been, you know, interested in information and uh, alternative medicine, you know, so that, that kind of, I guess, opened me up to the energy world, which would be studying alternative uh, ways to heal, um, understanding that through energy. So I, I guess it just became kind of like an avalanche effect, um, Naturally, it wasn't really anything that I seeked out. It just kind of happened. And uh, then I was, you know, reading things that made sense. I'm like, oh, well, this makes sense. You know, this has a, you know, I come mm-hmm. from a very analytical mind. I was a math tutor also for 25 years. So my mind really likes to think and analyze. But I also have the, you know, creative aspect, being a musician and everything, being sensitive. So it was always interesting to me um, to learn about science, and then when I wrote my first book, I was like, wow, I just proved spirituality with science. And then you just realize over time that it's all, it's all the same. It's all integrated. They're just, you know, it's the way people present the information. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, you kind of have to dig in there yourself and use your own discernment. But, um, you know, most people don't dig, and that's why we're here. You know, we're here to help people with information that maybe they don't have time to find or they don't know even exists, so wouldn't even know how to find it, you know. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And tell us about your own journey to healing yourself. I mean, today's show is about learn how to heal yourself, and I think people would love to hear about your journey. Yeah, so I, you know, I grew up pretty, you know, chronic, chronic sore throats, never got my tonsils removed, just always, you know, things, and then as I got older, I was always really paying attention to my body and just, you know, not wanting to take medicine for things. So really what happened, which was really interesting, when I started writing my book in 2017 about energy and frequencies, um, is when I got like some of my more severe health challenges, um, physically, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of health challenges, there's emotional health challenges and stuff like that, which I definitely had as a younger person and in my 20s and stuff like that, but if we're talking about you know, physical challenges, because I know that physical challenges do manifest through the emotional challenges. So yes. feel the emotional challenges, it turned into a physical challenge. So it wasn't until it presented itself in physical form that I was like, huh, okay, what do we do about this, you know? Since I don't go to doctors and I don't believe in Western medicine, um, what do I do, you know? Um, so I was writing my book in 2017, and it started with a literal physical injury with a pot of boiling water spilled on me, and I had third and fourth degree burns all over my leg and my feet and everything, and it was really bad. And um, I didn't go to the doctor or hospital. Everyone thought I was crazy. Um, and it healed in less than 30 days with, like, no, no scarring, and it was insane. So that wow. was a physical, physical thing. Um, then the more internal thing, I got, I got diagnosed with uh, Hashimoto's, which is a form of um, autoimmune thyroid dysfunction. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, two different doctors had two different opinions. They were both naturopath doctors because, you know, again, I don't do Western medicine. So they, they read blood work differently. Some said yes, some said no. The one that had a little bit more experience was the one that said yes. Um, so I went more towards her and and got more blood work to confirm it and you know here was the thing I was like all right it's not going to kill me right it may be a little inconvenient I lost three quarters of my hair thank god I had a lot of hair because I'm Italian and I'm you know really uh got thick hair but for me it was a total ego boost I mean destroyer you know losing my hair and Wow. It was, really, it was really upsetting. I mean, it was, my hair was always very long and thick and curly, and, and I lost three quarters of it. I mean, you, you know me, so you see how much hair I have, and people would be like, what? You lost all that hair? Yeah, I had a lot of hair. If you look at older pictures of me. So, so that was really tough because I was, I was in my early 40s, you know, and I just, you know, that's my peak for me. I felt like I was in my peak, and here I am. I'm aging. I'm losing my hair, and I'm having reactions to everything, all kinds of foods. Um, I just wasn't, I just didn't feel connected to myself, you know, my hormones being in my, like, mid-40s. Obviously, there was, or early 40s, there was those changes happening. So, there was a lot of stuff happening, and I'm just like, I refuse to, like, take a pill that's just going to mask these symptoms. They don't address the issue. So I got Reiki certified in, in 
So prior to getting Reiki certified, I just, you know, did the mindfulness and I just didn't really focus on it. Like the big thing is not claiming it. Like I was never like, oh, I have, it's my Hashimoto's or I have Hashimoto's, you know, I was just like, eh, I don't really know if I have it. I mean, doctors say I do, but really what is that, you know? So for me, a lot of the healing also comes from mindset. Um, I've healed myself through my mindset with many things. I had a body surfing accident where a chiropractor told me I should have been paralyzed. I wasn't even barely hurt because of my mindset when it happened. Um, So I just kind of like stayed really healthy, made sure I ate really good foods because I didn't want to have these reactions with gluten and all this stuff. So I was like, well, if I don't poke the bear, you know, then I should be okay. And um, I just continued on to just really not even pay any attention to it. And then I got Reiki certified. And, I, you know, I was getting work about every six months, and it was supposedly still there, and my hair was still falling out. And then um, the symptoms kind of started to subside. And then when I got Reiki certified in 2020 is when things really shifted for me. And I started to use the energy work that I was taught to heal myself. And then, like, um, all my symptoms went away, like, in the blood work that I got. Like, none of my, my levels showed that I had any other symptoms of that thyroid. And supposedly autoimmune is incurable, but, again, Western medicine terms. So I just, yeah, I just really never paid attention to it and just always thought that I was healthy and that I was fine. And, you know, now my hair's, you know, most, a lot of it's grown back and I just don't even, I don't have really reactions anymore to things. I don't, I feel like my hormone levels are pretty straight. I feel connected. I just, yeah, I just don't feel, I don't even know what autoimmune is anyway. People shouldn't pay attention to that stuff because it's not going to kill you. Uh, wow. If you focus on it, it's going to make you miserable, you know? Uh, well, we have a surprise guest who's entered the studio, and I would love for her to share what she's thinking or ask any questions. Welcome, Energy Divine. Thank you for coming in. Grand evening, ladies. Grand evening. Uh, yes, um, I've been on this holistic trail for the last 26 years. And it's bliss. <laughs> it is yes. bliss. Um, I, the only time I've seen uh, so-called physicians is when I give birth. <laughs> and that's it. I don't go to their places of businesses to get anything taken care of. I am my first physician. I should know what's going on with my ecosystem, seeing I'm always the one with it. <laughs> and that's like you, my hair has started <laughs> falling out and it was crazy because I had locks so and I wear a turban frequently that's just regular for me uh, here on the American land I need to always wear my national headdress so I take my turban off so the locks aren't in there you know the locks aren't on my pillow the locks aren't you know where's my locks at (laughs) they're gone (laughs) so that's going to be a mystery for the ages but yeah you know they used to sit just above my waist and all these types of things and you know yes being a little bit into the vanity I guess with the long hair now I got a little box fade and it fell out that way (laughs) and it's like wow you know and um, I've just accepted that I've stepped into my crone hood You know, um, we have those three stages as women or as the feminine principle. You know, you have your maiden, your mother, and your crone. 
and yes. to my crone energy, you know, and uh, and it sounds like sister in the speaker, Giovanna. Is that what I'm seeing here? Okay, I ain't got my glasses on. Um, sound like you just embraced your wholeness. Um, I deal with only holistic practitioners, starting with myself. We have a sister in the area, Chief Pomai. She, uh, you know, has a little space called Cultural Oasis. I met her over 12 years ago, and she was, she and I both was in a uh, program at the time, and she was daydreaming about her shop that she was going to have one day, and she hasn't. She's had it for the last nine years, and uh, I myself did not know that I would be on the path that I'm on in this way, you know, but very instrumental women in our neck of the woods doing what we do, but we're not doing it on a uh, mass scale where, oh, you got a YouTube page, you got a Instagram, you got TikTok, you got uh, Twitter. No, I'm not on none of these things. I'm on podcasts. I mean, what's this, Podbean? I got milk yes. and And I have two YouTube pages that my eight-year-old has more content on it than I do. I am not drawn to this digital or, as I say, artificial individual situation, AI. I like the day-to-day, person-to-person interaction still. It worked for the ancestors. It's still working for me. Beautiful. Energy. Energy divine. Tell us, do you have any questions for Giovanna? Maybe she can share some, Giovanna Rose can share some tips that might be helpful for you. I'm, I mean, like I said, I've been a holistic practitioner for my for myself and for my youngins for the last 26 years. It started with my oldest. Um, I got the first book by Queen of Flu, and like she said, an autoimmune system uh, deficiency or compromising situation. It comes to your diet and everything. Your food is your medicine. Your medicine is your food. So I'm familiar with that. And like I said, Sister uh, Pomai, she is a Reiki master herself. I didn't take up the uh, the practice. I deal with reflexology, iridology, things of that nature. Um, and then once again, working with your, your plant material because that's absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you for coming on and sharing a little bit of your story. I, I don't know. Um, Giovanna, do you have any tips about what you did to stop losing the hair that you were losing? You know, honestly, it wasn't, it wasn't one thing. I, I feel that I do. I, I feel She's low. strongly that we get what we believe. Um, mm. So I just, you know, if you, it, when I freaked out about it, is when it wouldn't stop happening. And when I ignored it, it stopped. <laughs> and I just embraced the beauty that I would see in the mirror. That's the thing. Like, instead of being sad about it, because if you're sad about it, the universe is like, well, yeah, let's get sad and lose more hair, right? Mm. So I just, I just started to view it differently and just really be like, you know what? You're still so beautiful. You still have beautiful Italian jeans mm. and hair and your big eyes. And, you know, like, if, if nobody knows, nobody knows but you, you know, so why does it matter? And I just shifted my, it, it, it really, really, really humbled me. You know, I, most people don't know, I was an actress in Los Angeles for 17 years, so it's all about vanity, and it's all about your look, and it's all about all of that, you know, so for me, when that started to go away, it really hit me hard and it just got worse. So I really had to redefine my relationship with myself and what actual beauty is and what, what the beauty is that matters. 
because when you when you can recognize that within yourself, then that's what other people see. They don't see your hair. They don't see, you know, they don't see any of that stuff. It's it's only when you're being presented with like, oh my God, like energetically, maybe that will become their focus. But when you embrace the the beauty of of, of all of you as is, then. You're, you're just attractive to people no matter what you look like or how much hair you have or how many limbs you have or if you, you know, anything. <laughs> that sounds like the blessing that came out of that challenging experience for you. What a blessing. Yeah, to get Absolutely. rid of all that conditioning that Hollywood did to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, As I put in the chat, you sound like you found your wholeness. Mm. Yeah, a lot. It was a big. It was a long, 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 long journey. A lot of it happened mostly in my mid to late thirties, but majority of it, like, really stuck. Finally, when I hit my mid, uh, early forties, I'm forty eight now. So, and and I feel like you know, life's just getting started. That's why I'm so excited to share this twenty years of research I've been doing with um, you know. And it, it, of course, I agree with Energy Divine hundred percent. Let food be thy medicine, but. Um, I study a lot of Buddhism, and I do believe that the Holy Trinity is the mind, body, and soul. And if we're not taking care of the mind, the body, and the soul equally, we will stay off. We might just kind of break even, you know, like one might cancel out the other, so we still might feel pretty healthy and strong. But there's always going to be that little imbalance that's preventing us from, from accelerating beyond, like, yeah, I'm good, you know, I feel okay, I feel strong, you know, like, oh, we want to be powerful, we want to be creators, we want to be who we are here to be, so we have to align our mind, body, and spirit, and we have to nourish ourselves with foods, and we have to nourish our mind with positive thoughts, and we have to take care, you know, take care of, uh, of our body, yeah, our body with foods, and our mind with our thoughts, and our spirit with our, with our practice, with, with meditation, with our connection to whatever higher power you feel that you have, with your connection to yourself. That's, that's spirit, you know? Staying connected to yourself mm-hmm. and, and, you know, thinking positively about situations as best as you can after you process the pain. Because I'm mm. a man of pretending everything's all yay. That's not realistic, you know? That will manifest into physical pain. So my suggestion overall for people is embrace every moment that you're feeling, accept it, um, love it, and then figure out a way to work through it by, by you know, visiting the other side, you know, because that side can be really dark. What does the light look like? What would it look like if I actually liked this about myself instead of told myself this wasn't good, you know? And then you start visiting the other side, and then, you know, then you start to actually, you know, fake it till you make it, then your vibration naturally rises. That's a whole other thing with reprogramming the brain. Um, I could talk about that on a whole other episode. I had a- <laughs> yes. It all, all kind of ties in on, on how to heal yourself. It's mind, body, and spirit. But, um, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you for sharing all that wisdom. And I know that our listeners will really appreciate everything that you've shared. And as well as Energy Divine, thank you for coming on as well. So I wanted to ask, yeah, yeah, of course. I wanted to ask you, um, uh, Giovanna Rose, um, tell us what is your go-to tool or practice that 
our listeners could start doing tomorrow to help them in their lives? Don't forget to laugh today. <laughs> no, no, L-A-F. It's an acronym I came Well, I don't know if I came up with it, but I, I, I hadn't seen it before. Don't forget to love yourself, accept yourself, and forgive yourself. Those are the things that when negative thoughts come into the mind, what it could be any any negative thought. It could be road rage about the jerk that cut you off. It could be, um, oh, I you know I'm gaining weight. It could be any any negative thought that you're having about anything because thoughts do send out frequencies. So my my thing that people can literally do right now and tomorrow is anytime you have a negative thought about yourself or anything or anyone, just immediately stop and say. I love myself, I accept myself, and I forgive myself. Mm. Everything with everything that we don't like, quote-unquote, out there is a reflection of what we don't like about ourselves. And that's a hard reality that people don't want to face. So instead of facing that reality that you're actually being judgmental and critical upon yourself, then just love yourself. Mm, beautiful. You can love and forgive everybody because really what it comes down to is you haven't forgiven yourself. Because if you forgave yourself, you wouldn't give a shit about what other people are doing. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. You got that right. You got that right. It bothers you so much because it bothers you about you, you know? So just forgive yourself. Just forgive yourself. <laughs> That's but may I interject? Sure, go ahead. She has the acronym for laugh, L-A-F, but in all reality, when you think about it, the old adage is laughter is the best medicine. And I laugh all the time at everything. I've been an improv teacher for 25 years, so I truly believe that teaching improv for that long kept me young and healthy because I was laughing every single week and being a, a fool on stage and making other <laughs> And I truly believe it kept me youthful. I really do. Like, Absolutely. I used to um, teach in Bandung, Indonesia, English as a, as a second language. And my students said to me one day, you smile all the time. You're always smiling. And, and they're just like, it's so great to have you as a teacher. And I didn't even realize like how much I'm smiling all the time and laughing and laughing at my, you know, mistakes and <laughs> And yeah, I think laughter is the best medicine. Absolutely. It is. I, I mean, tragic as life is, you know, I remember you know, the day moms left me, February 22nd of 2020. But in that day, mommy was belly laughing. Yes, she was. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I'm being myself out here. That's the, that's the next kicker. You got to be yourself. And if you don't know what that is, then you need to study yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of people don't know who they are. And um, I'm sure you have those kind of clients, uh, Giovanna Rose. I get clients who are just really confused about who am I and how do I, how do I access my true authentic self? I think most people are confused. I think some people even in our business are confused, and that's okay because they're obviously here to you know, help other people while they're helping. Because we, I discover stuff about myself all the time, too. And it's, it's through the work that I do that keeps me humble and keeps me learning about myself is, is helping other people because it's all a reflection. And when I give advice to my clients, 
I'm literally giving advice to myself and I'm reminding myself, are you practicing this? This is what keeps me with my integrity. You know, another thing, and I'm going to, I'll quote Buddhism all day long because honestly, it really does keep me on my path. Buddha says, when what you think, what you say, and what you do are all in alignment, that is true happiness. And I think a lot of people say things and they think things, but they're not doing, you know, or they do things and they think things, but they're not saying, you know, they're scared to use their voice or whatever. And it's, it's really important to ask yourself when you're saying something or doing something, is this in alignment with my, with my core beliefs of who I am as a person and what I about, about human nature and humankind? Because there are these universal laws about, yes, being kind, unconditional love. And people say that all the time, but do they really practice it? And, and you can't nope. practice unconditional love to everybody else if you don't love yourself unconditionally. If you're putting all these restrictions and judgments on yourself and your hair and your weight and your, and your freckles and your, and your acne, you are, you're not capable of unconditionally loving anybody else because you're not loving yourself so these are the mirror thing these are like what you know that's the am i what i think what i say and what i do are they in alignment well people, oh yes of course i love all no you don't you love, I love yourself look how you treat yourself ask yourself really honestly how are you treating yourself in your mind you know that's and this is myself real spiritualist because i'm gonna get real with people like come on people get real what do you what are you doing with your mind you know Absolutely, and it kind of it kind of beg, begs the next question, which is, you know, why why is that? Why doesn't my partner love me the way that I want him to love me? And I remember I was in a relationship with somebody for eighteen years, and it was only in the last two years that we've been separated that I realized shit, he couldn't love me because he didn't love himself. How can he give out love? They only give what they have. Exactly. And so the, the, past, the past two years for me has been a journey of self-love. Like if I want to have that divine partner to come into my life, then I have to be what I want to attract. I have to be what I want to attract. I know. I left it was friends, uh, 12 years ago. If they want to be healthy, <laughs> they have to be healthy. If they want to attract health, they have to be healthy. You have to be healthy in your mind. You have to be healthy with your choices in your diet. And you have to be healthy with your you know, exercise and your mindfulness. You have to. Otherwise, health is not an option. And go um, and, and, and the pill, the doctor, the pill that the doctor gives you to mask your symptoms may be some people's only option. Because this work is not easy. It's an easy concept. I tell people this all the time. It's the simplest concept ever. But it's one of the most <laughs> difficult things to do. And a lot of people just don't want to do it. And that's it's, a, it's a lot of work. It is. It is. It is okay. But I, I know from my own healing journey, I, you know, and I, you know, I believe I've gone down the route of energy healing but also utilizing plant medicine as medicine not as a way to have a crazy trippy experience but for me the medicine has shown me where I've been trapped in these ways of thinking that have really limited me and it also has given me the capacity to really open my heart and forgive myself and forgive others who I, I felt had trespassed against me. And I think 
forgiveness is one of the biggest uh, challenges. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a powerful tool. And it's not, we can say, yeah. We don't, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to say, I'm sorry. You're in a matrix, you're breaking up. Oh, I'm in, I'm in a matrix. Is that what you're saying? I'm breaking up. I can hear you fine. You can hear me? Okay, well, let's clear any, uh, yeah, any you interference. Go. There you go. You're there, there you now. Go. Look, <laughs> we'll clear it now. That does happen from time to time, mm-hmm. you know, energy divine, you know, because when we're doing these kind of podcasts where we're really wanting to share this high level of information for people to really heal and transform their lives, of course, other other energies can come in, but eh, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not worried about it. We'll just clear it away. <laughs> uh, awesome. Uh, thank you so much for sharing all of that. I'd love to hear more. Uh, Giovanna, tell us, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing as a practitioner? What kind of modalities are you doing? Tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, I really, I do a little bit of, you know, I dabble a little bit in some things. I do Reiki, cranial sacral, somatic trauma release, sound healing with tuning forks, and I do uh, a little bit of spiritual counseling with distant healing and also distant Reiki as well. Um, but what I really, really love to do is work with my clients, both, you know, like holistically, like really get into their habits, their environment. Like my intake, after my first book on energy and frequencies, I wanted to know everything about somebody's surrounding environment. Where's your modem? Where do you, where do you, do you sleep with your cell phone on? Like people don't realize the littlest things mm. causing disruptions in their life, you know? So yes. What I really love to do is just, I love to, and I do, I offer free 45-minute consultations to anybody who wants to talk to me about anything. And I, and I help them assess their surroundings. And like, okay, let's talk about, let's talk about your basic life. And not just about like where your modem is, but what do you think about? Like what's your stress level? What causes you stress? What are you worrying about? Why are you worrying? You know, and just really get people to start doing their shadow work and start asking those whys, you know, and, 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 and realizing, because when you start to ask yourself the whys, you realize how silly it is, you know, you're like, yeah, why? (laughs) Um, So um, that's what I really love to do is work with them and then treat them, treat them if, if they're in my, in my, in my, um, immediate dis, you know access then of course i love to do reiki with cranial sacral because cranial sacral resets the whole you know med- medical approach science part of the body and reiki sets the metaphysical so i like to work with the physical and the metaphysical at the same time when i'm working with my clients one on one and it's um. a nice full body reset inside and out and um, I, I get a lot of intuitive downloads. So a, a lot of this work I do, I'm sure, obviously, as you do, is I just get messages or I get visions or I get colors or I'll feel something in our energy center and then I'll just get a download. And if they want to know, then I ask, you know, hey, do you want to know what I found? They're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And they're like, well, you know, and then we just, I just want to help. Really, that's all I want to do. I want to help and I want to let people know that there's hope and that there's information 
and that there's um, a process that's going to work for them. You know, I don't tell everybody to meditate. People are like, oh, I can't. It's stressing me. Well, I'm not going to tell somebody to do something that causes you stress. That's completely counterproductive of healing. So I really like to talk with people, find out what works for them, find out what, what can they change now. You know, what, let's take these baby steps. Let's not overwhelm yourself. Um, I want to be that support system for people that's like, okay, that didn't work. What could I try next? You know? Because I just have so much information, and it's not doing any good in my head. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. It's good in my head, but I want to share it. So that's why I'm excited about the second book, about the natural healing, because it's, it's, uh, it's not woo-woo, you know? It's not woo-woo. Yes. It's not about thoughts. It's literally stuff people have in their house that they don't realize they can use for healing. Like Awesome. You know, baking soda and apple cider vinegar and, you know, um, manuka and honey, you know, manuka honey, like things like that, that people don't realize there's literal household things. You don't need to go to a, you know, alchemist and, and or a Chinese medicine person and get all these plants. Like, yeah, that's obviously another amazing way. But I want people to understand that they have literally stuff to heal them that's probably in their cupboard right now. And it could probably heal at least 10 to 20 regular, small, little, you know, things. So let's, let's give a list of, like, maybe 6 to, to 10 things that you can tell people right now that if they get these things and what they would use it for, would you be, be willing to share that right now with everybody? Well, that would be my book. <laughs> ah! Top 10, it's top 10 must-haves in your medicine cabinet. But, um, no, actually, my books, can, I, I can tell you what they are. Sure, I can tell you a few. Well, t- tell, tell us two or three. Don't tell us the whole thing. And then if people want to find out the other seven, they'll have to, to buy your book. And- I don't mind telling you what they are, but, I, I mean, it would take a whole another two hours of the podcast to explain. Yes, yes. Um, because they do so many things externally and internally but um no i just uh let's see so there's so your your question was what what are some of them and what do they do and that the other thing that i'm doing is i'm telling people my experience with it so what i would like to share maybe is a couple remedies and tell people like my own personal experience like things that would wow them like what Okay, so I'll read you my list. Colloidal silver, number one. I'm the biggest advocate of colloidal silver. I'll be happy to share what colloidal silver does live right now. It is the oldest antibiotic known on this planet. It was used thousands of years ago, especially during surgeries when they had to sterilize surgical instruments. I first found out about it when I was traveling to India, and I was all scared because I was like, oh, I heard you can, you know, get sick, don't drink the water, right? If, you, if you're traveling anywhere, you could be trapped in a river stream with all these parasites, and you put colloidal silver in the water, it kills all the parasites and bacteria in that water and makes the water drinkable. So you can, you know, in an emergency, if you had to drink tap water or river water, or whatever, you can put colloidal silver in it and drink it. Now, being said that, because it is the best antibiotic, anti-immune, you know, it boosts your immune system. It does so much. Um, it's also good topically. 
You know, I saved thousands of dollars at the vet. I, I used it on my cat that had an abscess. The vet wanted to charge me $900. I said, no, thank you. Give me the cone, and I'm going to go treat it myself. I treated it with colloidal silver. I gave the cat colloidal silver to make sure it didn't get infected. cat was fine in three days. The wound closed up. I've used it for so many things. It's safe for babies. You could, it's safe to put right in your eye. If you have pink eye or a sty in your eye, you could drop that right in your eye, the sty. I will be gone in two, three days max. Yes, I've used it for that, and it absolutely works. Yes, ear infections as well, I've used it, yes. It's safe with medications. It's safe for everything. There's one article, I always tell people, please don't Google. There's one article that says, if you use colloidal silver, you're gonna turn, your skin's going to turn blue. That happened to, like, one guy in the history of of colloidal silver, and honestly, you'd probably have to drink a bottle every single week for years for that to even happen. So it was probably just some person who overused it, maybe wasn't able to break it down and process it, and was using more than his body could break down. But it's not dangerous. There's no, yeah, don't Google this stuff, because Google hides all this information. Um, I know, I know. One's activated charcoal, amazing for uh, hangovers, food poisoning. Um, any, if you just wanted to go out and indulge and have a bunch of greasy food and fried food, and if your stomach hurts so bad and you're, you know, feel like you have to go to the bathroom, activated charcoal absorbs toxins immediately. It's good. Any toxic poisoning whatsoever. If you take it before you go out drinking, you won't get a hangover. Um, and uh, so that's number two on my list. I have diatomaceous earth. I have apple cider vinegar, raw and filtered. I have baking soda, which helps with UTIs. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But it's important. Don't you think it's important what kind of quality you get? Because I use medical-grade organic baking soda, which is very different than your normal household. I yes. I agree. Yeah. It's going to be in my book. Like same with, you know, apple cider vinegar has to be raw, unfiltered, organic. Diatomaceous earth has to be food grade. Activated charcoal has to be made from coconuts, coconut shells. Um, colloidal silver, there's different parts per million, um, depending on what you're going to use it for. But I'm a big fan of Sovereign Silver because they have a brand that's 10 parts per million and it can be used topically or internally. Some brands don't haven't figured out the formula, but it, it's going to work no matter what you do. Just take the silver because the silver binds to the, talk, to the uh, <clears throat> pathogen and it flushes it out of your system. Um, so, yes, that is a good question, Michelle. Thank you for bringing that up. It is important, especially getting to my next one on my list, lavender essential oil. Very important when you're using essential oils to make sure that they're clean. I don't want to, like, product, um, you know, uh, promote anybody, but there's a couple larger brands out there that are pretty reputable. Just be really careful if you're going to be working with essential oils. Um, my favorite wow moment with lavender essential oil, I had a really deep cut on my finger. I was cutting up some potatoes. I cut my finger super deep, definitely needed stitches. I was like, I'm not going to get stitches. I'm not doing it. Bleeding, bled through paper towel after paper towel, skin flapping all over the place. I put, I was like, I was at my friend's house and I'm like, I always have a little vial of lavender oil on me. And I was like, you know what? Let me put some lavender oil on there and see what happens. 
it literally stopped the bleeding immediately. It wow. Was the craziest thing. I was gushing blood for like, I don't know, 20 minutes. And I put Labrador oil on there and it stopped immediately. Wow. That's incredible. So I think it's because lavender is calming. So I'm thinking just what it did is it it reached the nervous system through the blood, like immediately through the bloodstream and just calmed whatever causes the the body to want to gush blood, you know? Um, So that was like a big wow moment for me that I learned through trial and error. Number seven is arnica. Number eight is manuka honey. Number nine is coconut oil. And number 10 is peppermint essential oil. And then I have some honorable mentions in there, like ginger, turmeric, but those are perishable, so I'm going to, you know. Um, and, and it's going to be what it is, historical documented uses, um, recommended uses, my personal history with it, and uh, how to use it. And then I'm going to, you know, when possible, you have scientific publications so people can do their own research and see for themselves. So when when is this book coming out? And we'd love to know. My date for myself to complete it is on September 1st. So once it's all edited, I would say my first book got released September 18th of 2018. So I kind of want to try to do this right around September 18th of if I can manage to do it. So within the next few months, it'll be out. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all of your knowledge and oh, wisdom. Real Go ahead. It's going to be an ebook. I made, yes. I made it an ebook specifically so people can download it on their phone and have Perfect. access to it at all times. Awesome. Awesome. Before we say goodbye, is there anything else you would just like to share uh, with people who are listening in and who are listening later to the recording? Any words of wisdom or thoughts about about learning how to heal yourself or anything at all? Yes. Thank you. I would just love to let people know that there is so much information out there that unfortunately has not been given to us. And um, I just want to let you know that not just me, but many other people in my network and people that I look up to, like the Joe Dispendas and the Bruce Liptons of the world and people that I have uh, studied, uh, like their, their teachings, you have so much power. You have so much power. And I, I, my message to you is please... Know that, even though you don't know it, just know it because it's true. Um, Trust it and surrender. One of my favorite um, entrepreneurs said, just say yes, don't ask how. So just say yes. Just say, yes, I can do this. Yes, this is possible. Yes, I know it's possible. And don't worry about the how. The how will show itself to you when you believe it. So I just want to encourage everybody to believe in the power and the magic of possibility and the how will show itself to you. Ah, what a beautiful way to end the show. And I just want to give um, Giovanna a, a round of applause. <laughs> oh, I love these effects. <laughs> 
Thank you so much for coming on the show today. You're you're very welcome. And thanks to all the listeners. So you're going to be able to find uh, Giovanna Rose. Uh, Her website is literally GiovannaRose.com and her IG is at Real Spiritualist and all the other information about her YouTube channel and her book that she's already published will be in the uh, the description on the show. And just wanted to remind our listeners, there's going to be an amazing uh, women's healing retreat coming up in September um, that I'm going to be co-facilitating. So find out more about it at uh, omkarahealingretreats.com. And I'll also post that in the notes. So thank you, everyone. Have a beautiful day or night, wherever you are. So much love. Thank you so much.